Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Does anyone actually know what's going on here? I literally have no idea. Help. <laughs> We're, We're 20 whatever. <laughs> Hi. Hey. Hello. And welcome back to 20 whatever. Episode 43. That's crazy. I know. We like, I remember how exciting it was when we got to the 20s. Remember we were like, oh, oh 20. We're 20, <laughs> 20 whatever. whatever. Yeah. And I, I guess I blinked and now we're at 40. I know. I think that's how life works. <laughs> <laughs> that is how life works. You blink and it's been 20 years. You blink and you die. Yeah. <laughs> what do they say? Don't blink because you might miss it. But that's so Literally. true though. I and I hate how like life has been summed up into that cliche where it's like, don't like you gotta enjoy the ride yeah, because it's so short, short and you're yeah. blinking then you die but like it's true <laughs> it is true and it's i factual. feel like we don't even we don't realize that until we're like adults right kids are like life's it's so long i've been doing this thing forever and then you turn like 23 and you're like i'm 23 yeah now yeah. oh my god oh my god now we're here <laughs> you know you're like i i just graduated high school i still feel like that I'm like, I just graduated. I kind of feel that way too. Like, you know, you, like, like you're, you're like, I'm too young for that. At least that's how I feel. Oh, like yeah, when my mom yeah, yeah. starts asking me about kids, I'm like, I'm simply too young to own I'm a kid. Like, like, I am 17 I'm years 17. old. Yes, but be- you guys, our high school, re- like our 10 year high school reunion is next year. Wait, that's wild. 10 years. Will you guys go to yours? No. Oh my gosh. No. Oh yeah. I, I don't, don't care think, about any no. of those for, people. It's for high school, right? Yeah, high school. Oh yeah. 10 years. For, yeah, no. I was going to say. like, that's so long yeah that it's is been so 10 years long. no it hasn't no. i just i, I just, literally graduated. just graduated you know what oh was the gosh. biggest just like mind blow for me with that it was when my little brother graduated high school because i was like mm. you're a baby mm-hmm. right and if i'm in high school you're in middle school right or ele- no really you're in elementary school right so if you're graduating what does that make me <laughs> right old I feel that way no. with, with, with the kids we did theater with, uh, like yeah. just seeing them graduate from college, uh, seeing yeah. the kids that I used to do theater with graduating from college, I think shakes me. Because yeah. I'm like, yes. I remember them like about to go to college. And so obviously the four years, like pandemic and everything has happened, haven't seen them. So like really just getting back to it, you're yeah. like, how are all the kids, like the kiddos? Big. And that's how I guess how you can see it from like other people because within yourself. Yeah. Yes. Within yourself, you can't really see it because it's just the same. And we don't really change that much like looks wise day to day. You guys, we're sitting here acting like the relative who comes in and is like, you're so 
so old. I remember when you were in diapers. And you're like, hey, well, I don't know I don't who you know are. You. I know. I know. it. We were talking about that with somebody else. We were like, we were like, oh, my God. You were so young last time we saw. And I was like, that's so annoying. Like, I know. That's what old people say. I feel I feel that, though. Like, like truly. Old when I'm shit. As it's leaving my lips, I'm right. embarrassed. Saying, like, you look so big. I'm like, I have to stop saying that because I'm just making myself look, look old, ancient. Sound old. And, and they're like, yeah. Like, what do you even say? Remember when people would say that, I would just be like, ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> people would say that just and I'd be like, crazy. What do you it, say? Is Nothing. there a better response to that? Yeah, you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. that's the truth. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. That's what they should say back to me and I'd be like, no, as hell, that's why I'm freaking out. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, I guess there's no real, it's just like, oh, yeah. Awkward smile and nod. <laughs> that's how that's how uh, growth works. So. I know. Like, last time I saw you were 10, I'm like, yeah, that was uh, 10 years ago. So I'm 20 now. Yeah. So here we are being so like, I can't believe 10, 10 years ago we were in high school. It's crazy how time really does fly. Mm-hmm. Time flies. Okay. Time flies. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, ladies, that was gorgeous. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> we harmonized. <laughs> Well, before we get into this episode, uh, just a quick reminder, your weekly Wednesday reminder to subscribe to 20 Whatever on YouTube. We are trying to hit 100,000 subscribers. And uh, if you want to keep up with us as well, we are on Instagram, TikTok. Links are in the description. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And before we get into this episode, should we read a message from the group chat, ladies? Always, yes. always. Take Bring look. them in. Ooh, we have our viewer, Kayla. Hi, ladies. My name is Kayla. I just watched your pod on body image and I need advice. My sweet husband really struggles with negative self-talk. Do you have any advice on how to help the men in your life with body image? Thanks. Love you all so much. Kayla. Kayla, we love you. We love you. How relevant. What do you say to them? They don't have... Listen, not everybody watches Sierra Schultz's channel. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And like... I feel like your demographic is mostly women also. So, like, do men have a Sierra Schultz to watch? Mm-hmm. Jack Black. <laughs> okay, period. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Period. I, I love Jack Black. I do, too. I feel like I see clips of him all over TikTok. I'm like, you are living your best life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, But for the, the men in your life who need a, a little bit of that, you know, body positive, more positive self-talk, I think one of the best things you can do is just – interrupt that thought spiral a little bit without shaming them or saying, you know, you can't talk like that or don't say that, right, is jumping in a little bit of, but why do you think that? You know, where is that coming from? Like helping them guide through that thought process and just being the person to kind of remind them, like, that doesn't define you. You're perfect the way you are. Like those things seem simple, but I think especially when there are people in your life who haven't really thought about where that thought is coming from and why it's not true, saying something and and just jumping in to kind of stop that cognitive distortion and that thought spiral can be really helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that goes not just with like men, just people in general, like like you were saying, like some people just really haven't thought about why they think those things. Like Mm -hmm. it's just a thought that they've always thought, like it just is, you know. And we kind of talked about this when we talked about like our moms who just, you know, that's just something that they do. And you're like, oh, I feel like this. And you're like, but we have done a little bit more work and have had more conversations about the way we talk about ourselves and view ourselves. So I feel like I like that interrupting 
the what did you call it the the spiral yeah like the thought spiral mm-hmm. the thought spiral yeah that's really good and i yeah it's so easy to shame but like positively shame you know because yeah. you're not like why would you say that but you're like don't say that like don't talk like that and like i love you and it's mm-hmm. like da-da-da, and you're like right but that still is right. kind of met with and when it's said to all, us on, right. on the flip side, I never can hear it either. So, like, why right. would I think that me saying it would make right. a difference from if I've heard it? No, I get Right. This is a tough no, situation. Tough. It is tough. I think also there's an opportunity for you, Kayla, to model what, like, a healthy mm-hmm. self-talk about yourself looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you've only ever thought and talked negatively about yourself and only seen people around you do that, you may not even be aware that there's a another way to think. Right, yeah, like lead by example. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That is really great advice, Sierra. Yeah. That was really great. We watched that TikTok of Taylor Lautner. Mm-hmm. We, so we saw a TikTok about Taylor Lautner like talking about his body and just like the way he viewed himself after the Twilight uh, mm. series situation and how he was just like living. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, he lost his, you know, you know, he fell off or whatever things people say. And he was like, I didn't even, I didn't even know. Like, and also I was in the gym all day, every day. And I was like 19, like I'm grown now. Yeah, and miserable. Well, and when you're cast in a movie like that, your job is to maintain that physique. Right. Right. So that's all you're doing. It's Mm -hmm. like quite literally in your contract that you have to look like, it's your job to Mm -hmm. look like that. And so you're already in like the best shape of your life. And then leading up to the shoot, they have you go to these crazy lengths to look even more jacked. Right. Mm -hmm. Of like, restricting water only eating certain foods like going and sweating it out in the sauna like they have you do all these things so that you are at the what they believe is the most perfect right you know look right for the shoot so even a week after the shoot he probably didn't look like he did in in the movie right absolutely much less getting back to like a normal life getting older right having that not be your full-time job right of course your body's gonna change right and people like ripped him apart like ribbed him apart, and for he's like, I, I literally just like mm-hmm. <laughs> the movie ended, so I'm doing something different. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. and it's so sad. And, I know, and I think that it also is really that element that Sarah's bringing up of like the awareness of it all, and just like just stopping it. Like, mm-hmm. for example, I had a conversation this past week uh, with a coworker, and uh, he he said, "Oh, I saw a great post about uh, your the rejecting the bikini. Like that's mm-hmm. so great that you're doing." He goes, "Me, I'm super glad that I have sons because like I don't have to deal with that. Like they don't have to." And in that moment, I was like, "Um, unfortunately, there's still a person to some degree. To, no, to yeah. some degree, and there's still a person, and it's like they still will feel like could feel a certain way about their bodies. Like you don't know, you you can't just assume. Oh, because he's a boy, he won't have to deal with body image. Right. Uh, thank God, I don't have a girl. And in that moment, I was like, wow, like there's still like a missing link between mm-hmm. like the awareness of like how everyone goes through this. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and the struggles and the body image, you know ideals that men face are different than women and they are less severe in a lot of Mm -hmm. cases but Mm -hmm. still like maybe it's not the drive to like lose weight and be smaller but it's you need to be like bulky you need to be tall and tall that's the first thing that's the first thing that's true yeah i mean that's like the first thing the first time that boys are getting picked on my brother was the littlest one of his class Mm. and so weird because I also like had like a spurt. So my mom was like, how did my daughter be so tall? Like the tallest of the class, like not what we wanted because then I got bullied for like the tallness. Oh, and, then, yeah. and then the boy was small. So it's like, yeah, same genes. Like right there, it just shows you how 
Like people are just different. And we live different like experiences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird. You're so right about the like it's not the same, but it's like it can what's that called? Intersect? Is that the word yeah. I want to say? Yeah, like can intersect, right? Because boys, a lot of guys are like, oh, we need to be tall, we gotta be jacked and all this stuff, right? And have six packs, eight packs, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, we need to be small and little and like so we can be perceived. But it's like we're all just like telling each other how we should look and also not being able to like even obtain any of it. Yeah. Like we're all like, what are we? Well, we all have about? to not like what we have going on right now. If not, capitalism cannot literally. <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah. we have, there has to be something yeah. wrong, quote unquote, with yeah. every single person. Yeah, because that's that's their motive to find something that's wrong with you that you need to change. Yeah, right. so they can sell you something to fix it. Mm-hmm. Right. If not, right. what am I? Sell- if you're too happy, <laughs> you're not buying anything. You're not yeah. buying anything <laughs> to fix it, and yeah. that's wrong. And that's wrong. <laughs> and how could you? <laughs> How could you love yourself? Yeah. Honestly, the audacity. How dare you? How dare you? Don't you know that you're ugly? <laughs> Don't you know? God. They're like, buy this and fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Get, get it before it sells out because everyone's ugly, just like you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, what? Kayla's sweet little husband, you're perfect, okay? Never change. If you're listening. Maybe uh, play the rejecting the bikini body like in the background and just allow yeah. him to overhear it maybe, mm. you know? Just like, oh, wh- this? Oh. This? This? Yeah. Oh, would, oh. You, would you like, would to, you like to listen, listen oh, to this? Oh. Yeah. Yes, yeah, the baddies yeah. are speaking. Come come close. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> the, the baddies are speaking. Listen in. Tune in. Tune in. So thank you so much for submitting that, yes. Kayla. And to everyone, please, if you haven't yet, send us a text. Send us a beep. The number is 917 810 Three zero four five, and I just realized I said O oh, and zero. So I did you know what? It's giving vers- versatility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> giving that- numbers and letters. Yeah. she knows them all. So <laughs> take that, Leah Michelle. Get, get you a girl who can do both. <laughs> Not Leah Michelle. <laughs> Did you see? She's actually uh, playing in on that now. Like she, well, recent, she, yes. she, she has to. I mean, she, she has, has to, to lean into because it because we've just <laughs> we've, we've, we've torn girl. her to shreds. <laughs> we, we have. We have. <laughs> we did. Today's topic actually fell into our lap. Girl Ryan and I, as you know, have moved, so we don't see each other as much. So I feel like when we do unite, we are having like substance sort yeah, of conversations, we're having TED talks, like TED talks, right? <laughs> yeah. So we recently just hung, hung out together, and we got into such a conversation about the meaning of being cool, staying relevant, needing to fit in, and just like really talking about that. And I was like, just stop what we're doing. We should hold a pin in this and bring it to the couch because I want to know what you think about it. And it's just something that as a collective, I feel like we all at one point are trying to fit in or be cool or whatever, even staying relevant, staying relevant Mm -hmm. or just, I don't know. So I wanted to open up the conversation because we started having some great conversations. Yeah, we did. And it she was like, stop, literally shut up. I'm going to write it down right now. And we're going to do this on the podcast. I was like, period. It's true. I am so glad we are. Because what a experience. And I want to uh, take it over to you, Ryan, because you uh, mentioned about how it kind of originated when we were in elementary school and like that Mm -hmm. idea of the coolness or like needing to fit in. Like that's where it like all developed. Yeah. Yeah. I would say like when you're a kid, like I would say like toddlerish age. You don't like you're just living life like you don't you're not comparing yourself like comparison like doesn't exist until you're maybe like, oh, I want that thing that they have. Right. But like even still, that's not really like comparison until you get into like elementary school when people start maybe dressing a certain way or everyone has like the same kind of toy or like like something that unites people 
but like in a in a group. I think yeah. that's when like groups start forming and then you start noticing like, oh, wait, all of these people in this group have this thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember my the first thing I noticed uh, kind of like a light uh, about that was when people started getting like phones mm. and I was like, I don't have a phone. And it was like a boo-boo phone. You know, I mean, obviously mm. this was like back in the day when we were, it was like not but even. still, but it was still, a phone. It was a phone. And I was like, I want a phone. And then all the little girls I had phones were like, with their little phones. and like, oh, do you have a phone? Mm, sorry. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> what is happening? And I remember being like, mom, like I need begging because I wanted to fit in. I wanted to be a part of the groups, a group of girls I had a phone. Mm-hmm. And like from that moment, I feel like for a lot of people, it was just like standing out was like not what we were doing. Yeah, the goal was not to stand yes. out no, no, in no. middle school. No, well, because survival. any anything yeah. that makes you different separates you from the group and can make you a target. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. and all you want is to like be part of the group, the yeah. collective, not stand out, not be separate. Mm-hmm. And I think at that age that you were saying to in elementary school, where it's it's very much like, what do you have? What are you into? Mm-hmm. Your interests and the things that you have become your identity. Right, like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. In elementary school, there were like the Pokemon card kids, the marble kids, the yep. kids playing kickball, and like, that was it. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was your That thing. was who you are. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So you needed to make one of your, one of your many interests, because we are all multifaceted people, <laughs> yeah. your thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that, for me, carried through, honestly, middle school, high school, because I felt like I needed to pick one one thing so that I could really be part of that group mm-hmm. yeah. instead of like floating between the different groups of my hobbies where I had my soccer friends and my theater friends. It's like, yeah, I have those things, but I should be really one. part of one. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. otherwise I'm missing something to go here. I'm missing something to go there. Mm-hmm. And now I'm different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I also feel like especially in in middle school. It honestly the flip between middle school and high school was really interesting, which I'll talk about in a second, but like in middle school it was really about like outfits, like clothing. Mm-hmm. I feel like and like the type of music. I feel like it was like music, clothing, and like dating stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that was like if you didn't have a boyfriend yet in middle school, what are you doing? Yeah. And I was like, "Well, I'm stressed because I literally can't, I can I can't get one. I ch- listen. I'm trying. Yeah, <laughs> but I can't. I can't seem to catch a man. Yeah. Me at twelve, like I can't get. One. I'll be single. I'll be forever. single forever. Literally, and it they kind of made me feel that way because I like could not. I couldn't get a boyfriend. So like you can't go on our double dates with us or go to the dance because we're going to the dances with our mm-hmm. boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- one of the things that just like pops out in middle school that I needed and felt like I just had to do to fit in was just straighten, bur- burn my hair so straight. <laughs> I would wake Same. up at five in the morning just so I could straighten my hair because all the girly pops had their hair so straight, so straight and yep. so fried. So fried. <laughs> the but- wet to dry straightener where it would crackle. Yes. Yeah. But we did that because every single girl had their hair like that and what I was not going to not fit in. Right. I was not going to not I was not going to wear my hair curly out. Hell right. no. No, right. no. That I didn't do that until it was trendy with the mousse and the straight bangs, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then I could jump on that train but like it wasn't trendy, you know? Right. And it's right. it's sad too how like just one little comment or one little thing can make you feel like you are now outside the group and you need to conform, right? Mm-hmm. You need to straighten your hair. Like I remember for me I had not really thought about the fact that my hair was curly and other people had straight hair. Hadn't thought about it. Just was my hair. Yeah. Didn't perceive it. 
And I remember in sixth grade, a boy told me that my hair made me look like a poodle because it was poofy and curly. And I went home and I was like, I will never wear my hair curly again. Yeah. Because, and, and it wasn't even an insult. He wasn't even like, bullying me it was like that stupid 12 year old observation your hair looks like a poodle right right this is curly and that's girly so but to me i was like oh my god this is the worst insult of my life Mm -hmm. right and i really did change the way that i did my hair for many years yeah but it it just takes that one thing and sometimes not even to be said but just to witness something Mm -hmm. see something on tv yeah a lot of the times that like that's not cool anymore Done. Mm-hmm. But isn't that so interesting? Because let's actually talk about what being cool means. And like personally, I'm like, if you're cool, you are just like authentically yourself. You you just free to you're free to be yourself. And I guess it's not. But I'm like, it's contradicting to try to fit in because then that's the same thing as everyone else. So that's not cool. I think the definition of cool changed. Okay. For mm. for us. Okay. Because cool was, do you have these cool shoes? Do you have this cool thing? Do you have this or this is this? Mm. But now the way we perceive cool is like- Effortless. Effortless. Like they just- Cool. Are. Yeah. Right. That's just something you are. It's not really something you can like- Become. Grab. Like you yeah. can't just get it and then you're cool. Like it, before, if you had that pair of shoes, you were cool. Mm-hmm. You can't just get a pair of shoes now and be cool. Mm-hmm. That's not how this works. Right. But like, so I think the definition of cool is like changed. Do you think that's a an age thing like our teenagers today it's still you have to have this 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 or is it just kind of like a cultural shift i think it's an age thing yeah mm-hmm. i i do i think well i mean especially in the age of tiktok right everybody has the same everything because we're all influenced by each other right it's all like the stanley cups and the dior and the rare beauty and all that shit that we all have not that it's not great listen <laughs> i have it all for a reason it's great mm-hmm. but that probably still is something that's going on in like middle and, and high school. Right. It's just the things have changed. Yeah, the, th- the things are just different. It's not, do you have a Tamagotchi? It's, it's do you have a Stanley Cup? Do you yeah. have a Stanley Cup? Yeah. <laughs> but then also, I feel like there's kind of a flip in that too in high school where it's like, oh, I'm not like everybody else. Yes. I'm cool because I'm not like all of you. Mm. They're not like other girls. And maybe that's where it comes in of we spent much of our young life trying to be part of the homogeneous group, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not different. There's nothing different about me. And then we start to feel like, well, I should maybe be a little different. And then we start to feel like, oh, well, if people are making fun of girls for these things right. that I thought mm-hmm. were cool and mm-hmm. I thought I needed to make people like me, I should now do the opposite. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. I never – I'm just realizing – so few of my decisions growing up about my own clothing, my hair, anything, were me thinking, what do I like and what do I want? That was not yeah. as much of a thought as like, what's cool? What will other people think of me mm-hmm. in this? Oh, yeah. There was very little mm-hmm. until my 20s of like, I like this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I think that's why a lot of us have like, feels like a crisis, like a, like a fashion crisis because you're like, what am I wearing? I know. Yeah. Is that part of it that we've gone to school? We all were doing what we got to do. And then you get here and you're like, okay, so wh- what are we wearing? Wh- yeah. I How do we like And what do, do I this? like? What's my style? Mm-hmm. I feel that so deeply. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you're like so, you're so focused on other people. And then I feel like you kind of realize that like nobody really actually matters 
or cares. Oh. Right. And then you're like, okay, right. So now that I know that nobody cares, let me do something. And then you're like, but let me go on TikTok and see what we're doing. Right. You're like, because I can dress I for me. Yeah, yeah. I need people to tell me what dressing for me is like. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I feel like that starts in high school a little bit. Yeah. Because I, because like, when was your big not for other girls moment? High school, I think. High school? I, I think middle school, I was very much like a girl's girl. Like my group of friends was mostly girls. Mm-hmm. And I had a couple guy friends and we would hang out with the guy group. But it was in high school that I was like, I'm one of the boys. Other girls? <laughs> not me. Not right. me. And who doesn't want to be a part of the guy group? Like that just means you're that's winning. Cool. You're, you're, you're literally it, winning. Cool. You're literally winning. Yep. Yes. Yep. As hell. Because yep, yep. the guys decide who's cool. Right. And if the, if you hang out with them. You're cool. Automatically. You're a cool girl. Which, you got to stay chill because then they could throw you out at any point. So you right. can't be like the other you, girls. No, you have to be chill and you can't admit to liking them and you can't say anything girly and you have to be, oh, one of the bros. Yeah. And you th- you have to sit and watch them play video games, but uh, you can't play because, yeah, because that's you're not a guy thing. Oh yeah, my yeah, God, yeah. the amount of video games I have consumed over God, if I could tell young Paloma to just get the hell up and just get go. out, yeah, of it. you're like, like you don't have to be God, here. I have watched so many men just and then play also, so like, many games. We're having a get together, whatever. Do you have any fr- any friends? Do you have any friends I can? I think I told you guys that's what like ruined my friendships with my guy friends in high school. I finally just had it because yeah. every oh. time they would ask me to hang Bring out, your friends, and and then it would be like an hour before. Who are you bringing? What? I'm sorry, you invited me. me. I'm right. bringing me myself and I. Right, but that's not enough. No, um, no, no, no. That's not cool enough. And we need like your hot friends to be like, no, like you're cool, like you're cool, but like we want like girls. We want girls there. Yeah. Right. You're like I, and you're like no, yeah, but, but like, not you. you. Like, well, you like, don't re- count. Like real girls. <laughs> like real girls. <laughs> we were, we all really went through the same yes, thing. Okay, yeah. cool. Yes. <laughs> I think too. That's where a lot of our like own identities and kind of the issues that we're having to unpack with them in our twenties come from. Is if there's something that made you different, whether it's your hair, whether it's your body, whether it's your ethnicity, whatever it is that made you different and you felt like that's why you were ostracized, now we're unpacking that and going, okay, why do I feel this, you know, shame, this discomfort or this like otherness about this part about me? Mm. And it's because we were told either directly or indirectly through other people's actions growing up that this thing makes us different and being different is bad. Right. Right. Because uh, let's think about us in the past. We were at middle school. We're like, okay, we got to be like everyone. We got to be like everyone. We straightened our hair. We got the clothes. And then we got to a point where it's like, hmm, let me try to be different a little bit. And at least for me personally, there was pushback. You know, and mm. that was like, ding, ding, ding. All right. Nope. Back to don't right. say anything. I tried and yep. it didn't work. You know, like mm-hmm. I feel like you you experience or, or when you're experimenting, like trying something new and then someone says like, what the heck's with those orange pants? Like, how could you? And I'm like, oh, that's the last time I ever tried something yep. new with my style. Like ever. Like right. I still remember the orange pants that I will. Ne- I- oh, that was. Oh, that was real. I wore Not orange, the orange pa- pants. They were and they were so cute from H&M. And I'm like, sure I love they were. Them. And I just did the whole thing. And th- they were like the statement piece. And let me tell you. It was, they were like, ah, and I was like, I'm no. never, oh my God. ever wearing these pants You again. literally unlocked a memory. I totally forgot this happened until right now. I was going to, I think I was going to my freshman year of high school. I think. I was re- young and actually absolutely was freshman year because this was like the most important back to school clothing haul. Like it was so, it was important. Oh my I was going to high school. Okay. Gosh. Like this was like. And we didn't have like, YouTube, which is, oh, how to do your hairstyle, what you, what to wear. Listen, and I, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't in it like that for sure. And I, I just remember like 
But I remember knowing, I was like, okay, I know that the colored skinny jeans were like in. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to get them in every color. It's fine. My mom, oh, bless her. We spent so much money on, we got so much clothes, all this stuff. Came back to school, wore like the green skinny jeans. Like I had a whole, like it was everything. And that just over summer, that was not it anymore. Mm. And I had so many pairs of colored skinny oh. jeans and I didn't wear a single one of them after that day. And they just sat in my closet. And my mom was like, why don't you? And I was like, because you, they're last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, I can't wear them. I can't wear them because what do I look like? And the question was never, do you like your colored skinny right. jeans? That probably wasn't even the question when you were buying oh, them. Oh, absolutely not. No, no it was no. just, I have to buy these because these are cool. This is what we're doing. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is the uniform. This is what people will be wearing and I have to fit in. And I have to, yeah. Yep. 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 And then I wore them and nobody, nobody was wearing them and they were like so weird and I was like, allow me to go change into my gym shorts. Literally. Yeah. Like that, that would have been better. Yeah. Also, wait, remember when that was like cute? Wearing like the shorts and like rolling them rolling up and then, like them up. tying oh. the top. Oh my gosh. I saw the girls that could do it and I was like, I wish I could pull it off, but I know I don't look like that. I would, <laughs> I would roll those would shorts try. to hell. Yeah. Those, oh my God. Booty shorts. Yeah, roll, yeah. roll, roll, yeah, roll. Yeah. And also that's so ugly. Like so the, the ugly. actual like roll is like this thick around your waist. Like what are we but doing? But to wear Adam Sandler fucking pants down to no, my knees. I, Absolutely I not. They really did us like that. I'm like, why'd you put us in these? I know, I know. The shorts were so long, like covering our knees. And I'm like, what so bad. is it? And like the biggest shirt ever. And you're just like, God, so ugly. But I'm like, also, it doesn't matter. We're just like sweating and running. Right. But also we had to look cute while we were walking the mile. (laughs) Oh, that was a that was a big change for me and like fitting in. Yeah. I was a girl. I was trying to run the mile as fast Mm. as I could. Like I was and, and I had friends who were also in my PE class who we were racing each other. And then all of a sudden one day I remember I I don't even really remember like when it happened. But I remember my PE coach being like, hey, I noticed that like. You only walk the mile now, which is fine. Like, that's fine. As long right. as you're under, you know, whatever it was, 12 minutes, that's fine. But, like, you used to run it in, like, six. So, like, so what happened? what's going on? Yeah. And I was like, well, I just want to hang out with my friends. And my friends walk the mile. But right. at some point, I was like, oh, it's embarrassing to run and to try. Yep. To try. Yep. yep. To try. We talked Why about did they, that. How did they convince us to care is, or how did they convince us that trying and caring is not cool? Mm, I don't know. How? I don't know. How? Yeah. How did we get there? I don't know. Like as a kid, you're always like, I don't care. I don't like, care. I don't and you're like, oh, that's so badass. <laughs> how did this work with you guys being, especially you and uh, you, Sierra and Paloma being tryhards? When did that start in this then? I think it was around the PE mile time when I'm like, all right. Uh, oh, and also that was the same year. That would have been seventh grade. That was the same year that I went from being a straight A student to season bees mm. and that was also the year i got boobs and also the year that i started liking boys mm-hmm. uh, so i think maybe all of those things coincide uh-huh. all of a sudden i had boobs and i was getting attention from boys because of my boobs Your and i was like changed. i like this attention right? let me make myself cool yeah. yeah by not running the mile and not doing my homework right. <laughs> now yep. i've done it now i'm peak cool yeah. yeah, I think that for me, it was just like knowing that I had to shop from Hollister. You can check my fo- every single photo of middle school. I have a tight Hollister top, Oh yeah, tight skirt, straight hair, under eyes, like line to God. the gods and just Literally. lip gloss from yep. uh, what was that? Bath and Body Works that just smelled like. Oh, I totally like, know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That one. Yep. So that was like Paloma. I was just like, 
I have to shop like this. Like I, my mother knew Abercrombie and Hollister only. And she'd uh-huh. be like, I still remember her commenting and being like, Paloma, you are so truly lucky that I can take you to these stores because there's kids that ha- like go to Target and like I see how like they get bullied. But my mom was like aware of like the bullying right. that goes on with that because she could see it within like school because she like volunteered and was like in Girl Scouts. So she right. was much more like here with us. And mm-hmm. so she did everything she could to help me put my fir- best foot forward. But right. the problem is when I then left all of that, I was like, I've been living my life for everyone but me this whole time. Shit. Right. That also brings up <laughs> right. the really interesting element of like class dynamics. Right. Of if you are from a lower income family and it's not just that, oh, my parents won't buy me this. Like they I literally cannot. cannot. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then you are getting bullied because of that. That just makes that bullying hurt so much more. Right. Yeah. Right. And then, but then to also be like, we can't afford it. Like, you're, are you saying that also mm-hmm. too? Because that, because that would make fun of you for that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, oh, you can't have the clothes and you can't afford it. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. tragic for you. Mm-hmm. Not, not Mr. Poor. You know, like yeah. middle schoolers would say anything. They will say anything. Anything yeah, ruthless. I, I still remember this <laughs> poor kid that had like the same shoes all the time. Don't know if for affording or he just always liked them, but they dragged him for it. They was like, Have you haven't you been wearing those shoes since last year? Blah blah blah. Don't you own any other shoes? And I'm like, let's say he didn't. Are we fucking bullying him because right. he can't? Right. Yeah. Get help. Literally yeah. sick. <laughs> I was just telling Jess this story literally yesterday. So when I was growing up, my dad would always tell us stories from his childhood, like before bed every night story from his childhood that's so sweet it was super sweet yeah and and he grew up very low income Mm -hmm. and so a lot of his stories were about you know his childhood and that would come into play and one of like the more lighthearted stories he would always tell but that brings this in um was that he in middle school desperately wanted a members only jacket which was like this windbreaker that just had this little stitching that said members only. Love. And they're become they become popular again now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually is why Jess and I were talking about it. I bought a members only jacket for my Disney bound outfit for that main channel video. Oh, cute. And I was like, oh my God, my dad always talked about oh, yeah. members only. And that he really, really wanted one. And his mom saved up money and bought him the Kmart version, which was said select few instead oh. of members only. <laughs> and he wore it to school and got bullied no, mercilessly no, no he didn't and no, he came he home and said that it was worse than like not having the jacket and so his mom took the stitching out and stitched in members only oh i know and i'm like it like as a kid i thought it was that was like a funny story like yeah ah, right select few yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's hysterical but then you grow up and you're like oh my dad was just a little kid right whose parents didn't have money for the jacket that would have made him cool Right. And fit in. And it was probably like a really genuinely sad experience for him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, stuck with him long enough that he told it to his kids. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I know. That's oh, so that's sad. Oh, because it then it sucks being like an adult and then like being like, it doesn't even matter. Like, yeah, this shit doesn't even matter. It's a jacket. And like, I know. and like, I know that this is so real for you and, and all these kids are just assholes and whatever. And they don't even get it. They don't even know what they're even talking about ever. But it's like, it's it's real for them and it's important and it is obviously if bullying is real and like that shit happens but it's like it's easy to say it's it doesn't matter oh, it's it doesn't just matter. shoes it's yeah. just a jacket they're just kids you'll grow up and you won't care but when you're that age right that is everything yeah and it doesn't matter what when i grow up I'm like, okay well when i grow up then great i'll deal with that then but right currently i'm 12 and i'm going through it yeah so mm-hmm. and when you're in it even i don't even feel like you have to be young like even when you're in it 
Yeah. With anything you mm-hmm. can't see sometimes where you're just like, I, I hear you, but like I'm so mm-hmm. stuck right now that I can't even see what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It, it is hard to see past your current situation sometimes, whether that's now or 10 years ago. And and now that we're older and we have that perspective, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's not as pressing of an issue, right? To, to fit in, to have the cool stuff, whatever, whatever. Do you guys still have situations now where you feel that, oh my God, I'm different, I'm not cool, I'm not fitting in? Yes. And you feel that kind of middle school push to like, conform for sure yeah i think posting on the internet is one of those things that i'm like is you're really putting yourself out there which i kind of want to talk about all together because there's fitting in right in real life here we are right but fitting in on the internet trends like that kind of stuff also like i mean right now we live in the era of like oh that's trending on tiktok like that's what you do those are the specific trends that's what we right right but aside from that like there are still things that we are just like always being pushed and told and being a creator it's you better fit in Mm -hmm. in that you're doing the things that are trending and your you know content is palatable for most people but also you better stand out right because otherwise what is unique and different and special about you that's going to make people want to watch right so fit in but stand out yeah but fit in yeah right you're so right about that though they're like it, the, what is what is it what do they call it like they're, they're like okay youtube it's not oversaturated but it is a little bit oversaturated so you have to do something to stand out but like if you don't use the trending sounds and you're not going to grow and you're like and maybe that is right. just like real life where you have to start out as everyone because that is like i mean I, I sit on enough social media talks where they're like for the collective you have to be giving what everyone knows because that's how you get growth right and then later on then you can start mm-hmm. aiming and i'm like right, right but like how do I stand out? How like, do, how do I? How do I fit in, but also stand out? But yes. also be yourself and be authentic, but right. also make people like you. And stay relevant. Right, <laughs> right. How do you, okay, so, yeah, stay relevant. I was getting ready to ask you, you've been here for a long time. You've been on the internet for a long, long time. I'm an internet grandma. Yeah. <laughs> true. How has it been, or do you struggle with, like, staying relevant, or is that, like, a goal anymore? Like, what's? I think I used to fear right becoming irrelevant and and you're watching the life cycle of these channels where everyone's gonna have a peak and then everyone's gonna dip down right and then how long can you sustain that Mm -hmm. right i used to feel like oh my god i have to stay relevant i have to post so consistently i have to do this and this and i think it was around the time i hit a million subscribers that i realized none of it matters as long as i'm happy my audience is happy and i'm paying my bills Mm -hmm. yeah What else matters? Yeah. Right. I no longer am chasing views, which is nice. Of course, I'd love for my content to get in front of more people. Right. But that's not the goal. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to change myself to fit other people. And I think that was kind of twofold. It's like the wanting to stay relevant. I've just kind of let go of that. Like, I just don't. Right. Care if there's 10,000 people watching my video or 100,000, like that's a big impact. And I I don't want to lose sight of that. Mm -hmm. So I've let go of trying to chase that and trying Mm -hmm. to, you know, like get back to that peak. Mm -hmm. But I think the other aspect of that was the like not wanting to stand out. And I think honestly, that was a big personal growth thing for me with making content. Because when I started making content, I was 19. I think I was still in the mindset of like, be like everyone else. Right. And I also had just lost a lot of weight when I started my channel, 
which I think made me feel like I'm finally like everyone else. Right. Mm. I think that had been something for me where I was like, this makes me different. This makes me stand out. And I don't think it's a coincidence that I decided to start YouTube when I had lost that weight because I think I felt like I am now worthy Mm. of like chasing my dreams. Right. Right. And I am now like everyone else and now people will like me because I'm thin. And it was about two years into my channel when I realized that the things that I have been trying to hide about myself, my body image struggles, my nerdiness, the weird things about me because I'm a freaking weird person, that's what makes people connect with you. Right. And I think about two years into my channel, so pretty early on, I realized, oh, I need to, if anything, I should be playing up the weirdness. Right. Because that's going to make the other weirdos see me and be like, one of us. Right. Right. Do you Mm. think, because you said you think the the change really started when you got to like a million subscribers, right? And you're like, how how does one grow? Because if the goal is to grow, right? At the beginning, you're like, I'm trying to grow a channel. I'm trying to do something. So I need to do these things. Like, how do you think now you get to that point without like sacrificing your integrity or your, who you are yeah, or, I guess. Yeah, or your interest yeah your, I mean your integrity who you are your interests like what you the content you really want to make but you're like but I'm trying to grow so I think the best piece of advice I have been given about that is to cr- create content that's going to bring the kind of viewers that you want in the long run I think for a while when I was in my like rapid growth phase between like 200,000 subscribers and a million subscribers and I was growing like crazy I was like I need to do every trend. Slime, trending, let's do it. This is trending, let's do it. Right. And I remember I was having a conversation with Ruben, actually, who's now filming main channel videos again, but this was so early on. And I was talking about how I don't know what trends to do. And I did this trending video and I just didn't feel like it was authentic. And he's like, you need to do videos, maybe sometimes that are going to reach a wider audience, yes. But more than anything, are attracting viewers that you want to be with you for 10 years. Right. And that changed the way that I planned my videos. Because mm. it wasn't like, it wasn't that every view is equal. A view from a 10-year-old boy, I don't want it. I'm not making content for you. So even right. if that would get me a ton of views, that's not who I'm trying to reach. Right. And once right. I figured out who I was trying to reach and how I can make content for them, that was, I think, what allowed me to reach an audience while creating content that was authentic to me right. and and also fulfilling long-term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if I had just chased the views from wherever I could get them, probably wouldn't be doing this anymore because I probably would have created an audience that I couldn't serve long-term. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. also I feel like you wouldn't be able to even keep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah, why, what, what were they here for? Mm-hmm. Right. And if, you're, if your content and your videos change every other week, they're like, I thought she did slime videos. And now you're like <laughs> right. singing and you're like, okay, well, this is unsubscribe. What is this? Like, I yeah. don't right. know. Right. What's it saying? It's uh, when you stand for everything, you stand for nothing. Yes. Mm-hmm. The people pleaser me hates saying that. Like, I physically recoil. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's true. It's like, what is your, like, then you, like, niche, like. Yeah. I mean, it's good to not niche yourself into a hole, but also, like, 
you need to be able to tell the people what you're doing. And that kind of, as corny as it sounds, is kind of like how you got to do it with life, where it's like yeah. you have to be authentic to yourself, be 100% yourself, because let's say you're in a new relationship, a new friend, you're out here trying to conform to what you think they want, and then guess what, long term, you're really going to be friends with them 10 years? Probably no, not, because right. then all of a sudden, cat's out the bag, you showed your you're true self. Like yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. going to pretend to be different yeah. for the rest of your, the rest life. Of your life. Right. You have to, in life and online, attract the people who love you for you. Right. Because otherwise, it's going to be exhausting to keep up this charade. Mm-hmm. Charade. The charade. <laughs> I guess, you know what would be kind of a funny way to close out this episode? <laughs> Do you guys have any memories you can think of of when you tried to either act like you liked something or downplay that you did like something to try to to try to fit in? Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Well, I, I don't have something specific, but anytime anyone would be like, oh, my God, have you seen this thing? Have you heard this thing? I'm like, yeah, I love it. It's so good. <laughs> Never heard of it. Never. Not even a clue. But I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. And then they'll start saying something. And I'm like, start saying something, anything. Like about what? Like, oh, my God, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. About what? Yeah. <laughs> I that one part. So good. Fake as hell. So fake. You had seen it all. You had seen it all, heard it all, yep. consumed yep, it yep. all. Yep. Have you? Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> How did you feel when you were lying? Did you feel like panicked? You're like, they're going to know. Oh, yeah, because you're like, okay, th- I hope they don't ask me a specific question about the yeah, plot. Yeah, definitely. I I would panic. And if they did, I'd be like, Ugh, honestly, I don't even remember. It's like so late. I'd be like, watch it so late. And I think I like fell asleep. I don't know. Just bullshit. <laughs> like, just say anything. I had an opposite experience of that where oh, I no. tried to pretend that I didn't know something because it was uncool. Demi Lovato's Skyscraper had just come out. Period. I played that did. shit on repeat. And you can take everything in my bedroom. Right, a, right, a, right, a, a great song. Do you guys remember how iTunes used to show you the number of plays? Oh my God, yes. God bought it. Yes, sorry. So this is like... I think like eighth grade. We're in my room. My fr- I've got like three or four friends hanging out. We're hanging out. I'm like in the bathroom doing my hair. Everyone's talking, whatever. Someone's on my computer playing music and they're like, oh, have you heard that? Have any of you guys heard that new song by Demi Lovato, Skyscraper? This is where like it was becoming not cool to like Disney Channel. Mm. So oh. I was like in the bathroom. Uh, oh, yeah. Like I think I heard it like once on the radio, but like it wasn't that good. And she deadass goes, really? Because on your computer, it says you've played it 2,405 times. <laughs> Damn. Called what, do you do? Out. what did you do? I was like, oh yeah, I think I like played it once and then it auto-played while I was sleeping. Lie. I played it auto-played 2,405 <laughs> times, Sierra. <laughs> but you know what I did that night? You can take everything <laughs> I have. 2,406. God. That yeah, dude. When you get caught up like that, dude, it that's stress. It's immediate panic. It's immediate panic. When they catch you in a line, you're like, <laughs> and you'll say anything. That's why my mom would be like, don't lie, because then you'll have to cover up, lie again to cover up the other lie and the lie and the and just and the never ending amount of lies. But why did I feel like I couldn't just be like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with that song? <laughs> because liking Demi Lovato Disney was Channel wasn't cool. cool. And you were going to be looking like a cornball. Yeah. <laughs> and then and I then made you, myself look even worse. And then you made it worse. <laughs> Mm. What about you, Pete? I'm trying to think of like every single thing. And I really feel like it was more like I was just trying to be like, oh, yeah, I'm down. Like that was who who I think that I agreed more to being down for things than I 
actually was. Mm. Like, I don't know. There's just so many times where they'd be like, oh, like, oh, let's sneak out and do this and then that. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah totally down, totally down. Inside, I'm like, freaking people out. People pleaser in me. I mean, I'm that person. I'm right. a goody goody. And I'm like, oh my God, my mom's going to kill me. Like, oh, no, no, no. But in the name of like to fit in, like, yeah. I did some stuff that Paloma would not approve of or yeah. like was like shitting herself. But I was like, you have to do this to fit in. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just a lot of stuff. Being a little too down. A little too down. Being too down mm-hmm. for everything. Because also, I was hanging out with a lot of guys and if they're like, oh, you want to go like golf cart around on the thing at night, I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. Right. I'm not gonna because be I am so cool. You guys are scared. Your parents are going to find out. Right. Let's go. And Let's like, go, I'm boys. not going to be like the mom here telling them. Oh. You know, because that's what happens. You can be switching to, oh, not mom. And I'm like, right. You're right. right because of course, let's follow go. the rules. No, like, dude. I'm driving. Right. And that's ended up, I adopted that. Right. Right. <laughs> But, but I am also very down. So <laughs> I know. Now, yeah, now, now, now you're it's really made down, me bitch. too down. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's hard when, like we've said, we just don't want to be bullied. We don't want to be made fun of. We don't want to be ostracized. And that's why we all do things just so we don't get like, look at, look at P. She's so ugly and stupid <laughs> and like whatever. And yeah. you're like, I would rather, I would do anything to not have that happen. Yeah. yeah. Right. Anything. And I think growing up, is realizing that it's not a bad thing to mm-hmm. be different. Right. And also it's not that serious. Right. It seems so high stakes mm-hmm. when you're young. And I think in your 20s and beyond, it's realizing that like, okay, so someone's going to think I'm a loser. And right, right. am I going to let that stop me from liking the things that I like, posting the things I want to post, mm-hmm. being the person I am? Mm-hmm. No. That's stupid. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, we all live on a floating rock in space. And we're right? going to die. And we're going to die. So why am I going to not tumble my rocks and organize my Pokemon cards? It's right. true. Just because you think it's weird? Right. right. We can't be living for other people. Me to me. No. We can't be living for other <laughs> we people. Can't. Because, like, honestly, imagine just living just based on what other people, like, it directly does not affect them. Like, no, and, and, and if they care in that moment to say something and then they will never think about it again and you are so busy like yeah. trying to keep up this thing that no one is even thinking about anymore. Yeah, everyone's so busy on their own shit. It's yeah. exhausting and think about all the mental energy we spent in middle school and high school God. worried about what people would think, say, should I wear this? Is this too out there? Is this too safe? Like literally frightened. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Poor young things. All to say, I'm glad we are on the other side and Agreed. are seeing that we can be it's it's okay to like other things it's okay yep. to be different and to embrace that because mm-hmm. that will help you find your people i am yeah. a cringy loser and i am proud yeah. i i am a theater kid I, I like like that's something that would be used very derogatory oh. towards us which by the way i didn't like but now i embrace it i'm like yeah i'm a theater i'm not i'm not gonna play well here's the thing now you know why i'm the way i am yes the, the question's answered I'm Someone commented kid. on my TikTok the other day and said, how do you have so much energy? And I said, I'm a theater kid. Done. There period. is. Right. Checks out. Because you could be like, <laughs> well, I sleep 12 hours and I drink the blue. No. At the I'm end just... of the day, it's just that I'm a freaking theater kid. Right. Yep. That's where all this energy is coming from. <laughs> yep. yep. Right. Yep. I have a song in my heart. <laughs> I have a song in a whole heart. damn musical in your heart. <laughs> you do. You really do. You do. And you play all 20 roles, girl. Yeah. She is the lead and tree number three, okay? <laughs> like that woman from Victorious who did the one woman show. Chicago, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Unlocking memories. All 
right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for watching. Don't forget to subscribe, follow us on Instagram and TikTok, and we will see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.